newsletter, March 2022. The Jupiter-Neptune conjunction and your spiritual self-confidence. Astrologers everywhere are intrigued by the upcoming conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune. No doubt it will dominate the astrological blogosphere for the next several weeks. Keep perspective, though. Jupiter's relatively fast orbit guarantees that these alignments are really not so rare. Uh, these two planets form a conjunction every 12 or 13 years. At first glance, this might not seem to be a truly epical astrological event, but this particular apparition of it promises to be a doozy. That's because it's happening in Pisces. Astrologers might argue over which one of these planets actually rules that sign, but they all agree it's one of them. I prefer to think of Pisces as being ruled by both planets, and everyone agrees that when a planet is in the sign it rules, it is simply coming at us at a higher volume. Hence, the reason this year's Jupiter-Neptune conjunction promises to be pyrotechnical is simply that we have these two gas giants, both at maximum amperage and joining forces. Stand back, in other words. Now, Pisces represents many possibilities, but among them, it is the sign of the mystic. That means that the doorway to a transcendent dimension of the Jupiter-Neptune alignment will be wide open for anyone who wants to pass through it. That perspective on the conjunction is what I want to explore in this newsletter. But first, let's talk about timing. At one level, it's very straightforward. Jupiter and Neptune form a single perfect conjunction April 12, 2022. The next one will not happen until March 2035. This April, the alignment happens at 23 degrees, 59 minutes of Pisces, and then it quickly fades away as Jupiter pulls ahead, crossing into Aries on May 10th. That's where it gets a little more interesting. Jupiter makes, a, makes it about a third of the way into Aries then seemingly changes its mind and heads back to give Neptune a final kiss. It retrogrades back into Pisces on October 27th of this year, making a station on November 23rd at 28 degrees 48 minutes. Now, on that same day, Neptune happens to be at 22 degrees 40 minutes of Pisces, which means that these two planets are only about six degrees apart and in the same sign. By anyone's standards, that's a conjunction too, just not a precise one. Bottom line, not only does this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction promise to be louder than most of them, it's also kind of weird in terms of how it's shaped on the calendar. Basically, we get a sharp hit in the northern spring. Then from May 10th through the end of October, it's gone, seemingly over and done. But then during the final two months of this year, it's back again. The curtain only falls on the show on December 20th when Jupiter enters Aries once more, never to return, at least until 2033. So that's the timing. What does it all mean? That's a big subject. And as I mentioned earlier, I only want to follow one specifically mystical thread of the tapestry in this short newsletter. By the way, on March 5th, 
I'll present a more wide-ranging webinar on the subject of the conjunction, going through the meaning of the event in broader, uh, more integrative terms, all its shadows and light, plus exploring what it means to experience the conjunction in each one of the 12 houses. Uh, if you'd like to sign up for that webinar, see the text version of, of my newsletter. you find a place to click. One point we'll explore deeply in the upcoming webinar is the enormous impact of the particular sign in which the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is occurring. This time, as we've seen, it's in Pisces, and that only not only strengthens its impact, but it also lends a specifically Piscean tone to the event. Cutting to the chase, Neptune is visionary, but also potentially delusional. Meanwhile, Jupiter tends to think big, and maybe too big sometimes. The combination can lead to bold breakthroughs, Disney World opened, for example, and also over-the-top, unbelievable catastrophes created by humans, such as the bombing of Hiroshima or the bombing of Nagasaki. Now, putting all of that in a specifically Piscean framework sharpens our focus, but it still leaves a lot of possibilities. Here are some of them. Self-appointed gurus making extravagant claims about themselves. Drug overdoses. Belief systems arising out of thin air and based on nothing more than thin air. Epic drunk-a-thons. All of that soul garbage will be in the mix. But what about the higher ground? What about the evolutionary purpose of this conjunction? You would not be reading or hearing these words unless you are on some kind of conscious spiritual path. So it is directly to you, the spiritually gifted and talented, so to speak, that I want to present this material as we explore a little bit higher on the evolutionary food chain. A basic question with Jupiter is always about how we might have been underestimating ourselves. With Jupiter conjunct Neptune, and in Pisces, we can focus that question a lot more tightly. How have you been underestimating yourself spiritually? We'll get back to that charge question in a moment. But first, a quick reality check, just to keep our balance. The literature of every religion admonishes us all against the wiles of our own egos. An inflated ego is at the root of many sad stories, but perhaps the worst of them involve groundless pride infecting a person's spiritual life. It stalls the individual's own evolution. Far worse, that person might actually mislead others misdirecting their journeys with his or her false authority. In the Bible, we read, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Meanwhile, the Buddhists have been very inventive in describing the hell realms that await false teachers. Now, charisma can be faked. And anyone with $20 can go to a bookstore and buy the wisdom of the ages. There are always those who would fool other people spiritually for profit. There are also those who would even fool themselves. They're often the same people. I'm sure everyone reading or hearing these words has met a few of them. We can see them as the embodiment of the dark synthesis of the worst of Neptune 
and the worst of Jupiter. And I suspect there will be a bumper crop of them in the news, not to mention opening yoga studios, churches, and meditation classes in 2022. But there is one charge of which such people are completely innocent, and that is underestimating themselves spiritually. Obviously, they're doing exactly the opposite. Now, all of these cautions need to be said in order to clear the way to understanding the higher possibilities of the Jupiter-Neptune alignment this year. Just as overestimating ourselves spiritually separates us from the truth, so does underestimating ourselves. Humility is a lot more pleasant company than arrogance, but of course both of them are distortions. Both twist the truth. Two big questions. What about seeing yourself spiritually as you actually are? What about understanding accurately and truthfully where you are on your evolutionary path? There's another. Now the pivotal point, this one, and the true, true crux of the matter, what if the work you have already done on yourself has worked? What if you are further along than you imagine? Maybe it's time to notice that. You can feel the Jupiter-Neptune signature there. How have you underestimated yourself spiritually? Now, somebody sits in a conventional conservative church in the backwoods of Mississippi singing hymns on a Sunday morning. That's a spiritual practice, and it should be respected as such. Someone else is fasting and meditating in a cave in the Himalayas. Again, that too is a spiritual practice. Now, you take the yogi from the cave and sit her in that church in Mississippi, and she will be respectful, but she will probably not benefit very much personally from the sermon. Take the person from the church and put him in that Himalayan cave, and probably you will only succeed in frightening him like the yogi in the church. He does not benefit from being in that cave. At each level of spiritual evolution, there are effective practices that can help us advance. As we move to a new level, the old practices cease to be effective. The Jupiter-Neptune conjunction signals the possibility that you are ready to move to a new level of practice. It is a call to spiritual graduation. Not everyone on the planet will have qualified. Evolution does not happen automatically. But once again, I strongly suspect that most of you reading and hearing all of this do qualify. You would not be drawn to this kind of astrology unless you are actively engaged in your own journey. And that is really all it takes. Now, we can't talk long about Pisces or Neptune without bumping into the word compassion. We cannot explore Jupiter very deeply without encountering the idea of generosity. Now, Pisces and Neptune sense the suffering of this world, and they care about it. There is no barrier between Neptune and the rest of life. Meanwhile, Jupiter is the good king. He genuinely wants his people to thrive and to be happy. Making a difference in other people's lives gives Jupiter joy. These delightful qualities, as we will see, are a critical link in the logical chain of our understanding of the energies that define the higher possibilities of this year. 
compassionate engagement with others is the remedy for any of the ego inflations that the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction might threaten. If we are momentarily more concerned with other people than with ourselves, there's no room in that mix for any of the exaggerated me, 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 me that is always the fingerprint of egoism. When you're feeding a hungry child, you're probably not glancing in the mirror to make sure your hair is perfect. This year, you will need a dose of that powerful medicine, that compassion. That's because the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction runs the risk of putting your poor ego on steroids. Just think about it. What we are saying is simply that you have moved to a higher level of consciousness. You've graduated. Your work has worked. That's all true. But the statement is also powerful ego adrenaline. Compassion is the only medicine strong enough to keep it in balance. Here's where the rubber meets the road. Rather than describing it didactically, let me just give you a few prophetic images. Think about what underlies them, and you will see what happens when not underestimating yourself spiritually makes a happy marriage with engaged compassion in the world. Six images say it all. Number one, Someone who has always felt genuinely and sincerely sorry for refugees makes her first actual contribution to a relief fund. Number two, a student of yoga becomes a yoga teacher. Number three, a church on Sunday Christian begins a meditation practice and begins to radiate on that peaceful, accepting wavelength. Number four, a young man who has been reading astrology for years does his first reading for a friend. Which one of them benefits more? Number five, the monk in the Himalayan cave comes down to the village to teach. Finally, a New Yorker looks directly into the familiar beggar's eyes for the first time, accepting the humanity of the beggar. Okay, well, one more simple, almost rhetorical point. Couldn't this beleaguered world use some of that kind of healing juju at the present moment? As ever with all things astrological, the celestial timing is perfect. We all need a fresh dose of faith and hope. And rather than looking to angels in heaven to provide it, Let's look for the angels inside ourselves. Many of us are more advanced than we think we are. And the sooner we realize that, the sooner we will have the confidence to be able to help heal this battered world. Now, where do these two pulses of Jupiter-Neptune energy fall in your own chart? What do you have near the end of Pisces or in aspect to it? That's where you can find the key to turn in the lock of the treasure house. For each one of us this year, certain bold and auspicious moves of spiritual self-affirmation are what trigger the breakthroughs. In my upcoming webinar, we'll look at the whole spectrum of possibilities this conjunction presents, including an investigation of its impact on each astrological house. If these words have resonated with you, perhaps you'll choose to join us. Thank you.